everybody to the garbage time basketball podcast once again back for another week the basketball sickos from melbourne australia coming at you live from the sunny confines of uh of melbourne here that's a lie of course fucking shit weather here fucking raining uh, it's terrible sucks this time of year everyone's Got the flu walking around, coughing, spluttering everywhere. On that note, want to welcome the homies on the podcast here. Matt, a.k.a. the host of the Passive Aggressive Podcast, a.k.a. the aggressive one. Matt, how you going, man? Good, mate. Pretty good. Well, generally I'm good. I'm not impressed with the... With the NBA playoffs at the moment, but uh, maybe we can get into that a bit later. But uh, generally I'm good. Thanks for asking, mate. Yeah, no worries, no worries. And uh, let's get uh, the Oracle on board. Frank, how you doing, man? What's going good. on over your side? Good, man. Just uh, yeah, getting over a bit of a flu at the moment, but uh, nearly there. And uh, fortunately, I didn't have any days off to watch some ball, but um, I'm all over it. Uh, that's what uh, YouTube and the internet is uh, is for, mate. Chops it all down nicely for you to catch up on it. Hope you've been uh, polishing up that crystal basketball of yours there, Frank. Uh, we'll... Talk about the current NBA. Yeah, polish up that and, and fucking, yeah. Not your dick, as like I thought he was going to say. Yeah. yeah. What is he going to do when you're, when you're a bit crook, maybe home with the flu? Oh, I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to fucking just pound the shit out of this meat right here. Yeah, sweet relief. Uh, let's, um, let's get into a, into a segment I like to call the opening tip. That's going to be dick related too. Yeah, that's it. Very, uh, very dick-related. That's that's why I thought of it. So uh, just run with it. First, I just want to talk about good old Brian Gorgian has been uh, picked up by a fledgling team in the Philippines called the Bay Area Dragons. They're uh, playing as part of a new league in East Asia called the East Asia Super League. I don't know whether you guys have heard about this at all, um, but also the, the team is also entering the... PBA, which is the Philippines Basketball Association over there in the Philippines. Have no, you got- it's a new team. It's a new franchise. Brand new it? team, brand new franchise, brand new league. And they're also entering the current league that operates in the Philippines. So should be interesting to see how Gorge goes over there. He had pretty good success when he was in China. But the Philippines basketball, very different to anywhere I've ever seen in the world, really. The, the the amount of contact and physical play that happens in the Philippines in their National League is, well, I don't know what to, I, I don't know whether it's it's bad or it's good. Well, it might be so bad it's good. It might be one of those sort of things. I don't know. I, I have never seen a Philippines League basketball game other than a highlight here and there. But yeah. you have to say that that would be a bad thing, right? Because it's not really conducive to international basketball and it just bleeds over when they tried to punch on in that Australia match a few years ago and uh, Thon Maker was throwing some knees around like he was fucking a Street Fighter character or something like that. It was – I mean, that's not good. It's, that, that's not great, right? And, look, let's face it, not great. Like, they're, they're standard internationally. Mm, you know, they might do all right in an Asian Cup, but uh, let's – I mean, I'm not going to get a lot of – probably, like, a lot of people disagree with this. Uh, the the, the uh, is going to hate you. What the – like, you know, like uh, we've had a few NBA players Australia has. You know, yeah. where are the Philippines players? You know, I know they try to claim that uh, what's his name from the Jazz, but uh, I don't think he was born there, right? 
Who do they try to claim? Uh, uh, what's his name from the Jazz? Oh, man, he used to play for the Lakers. Sorry, his name, I'm real shit with names. Uh, he was, he was really almost got six man of the year. Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson. Oh, really? They tried to claim him? Well, I, I don't think he was born there. I think he has parents. But, uh, the, okay. but they, they, yeah, you know. look, I'm getting sidetracked. You know what? I think it hurts them to play it that yeah. on a national level, like an, as an acceptable, you know, way to play at a high level of basketball. Because, like you said, when they get to the FIBA level, the world level, they can't play like that. The refs call it different and, you know. Yeah, and they're not traditionally, uh, like, their na- national team isn't that big. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't really have any heavy hitters. They've got a couple of tall units that aren't really that physical, though. Yeah, we got Kai Soto here in the NBL, which is he's a Filipino and, you know, he's quite big. He's he's probably the biggest Filipino I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he had an, a, uh, a season. <laughs> yeah, he's not a good season, but he did have a season. And uh, I heard he was trying out for the Knicks, like he was going over to America to try out for the Knicks. Yeah, I reckon he'll give it a go over there in, in summer league, see how he goes. You know, it'd be interesting. Yeah. Keep an eye on that, see see what happens. But, yeah, just thought I'd throw that in there about Gorge. That's why he's not in the NBL. Is is the Philippines League the one where they have the Red Bulls versus the Valvolines where their names are just like they just – the name has the is the sponsor? The, the San Miguel uh, shitheads or whatever. Yeah, it's like, it's, like, it's like this is Bunnings versus, you know, Red Rooster. You know, yeah. that's what it is. It's kind of like that. The sponsors sort of take over the – Whole name of the right. team. That's, I've got no, I've got nothing against that. That's that's that's. I think that's good. Like if yeah, you know, you get, all over our league in the NBL, you know, we just all sorts of advertising. They're getting money. If they're getting like a lot of money for it, whatever. Who cares? They have to do it. You know, to to build a good product. They, I think they have to do it. You know, they can't afford not to. Really. Didn't they have uh, that fucking uh, Brooklyn Nets player play for the Philipp- Philippine team as well? Yeah, I think he became a citizen of... That was a bit of a, a scandal though, right? That was kind of... Uh, I think that was in the grey area of, uh, <laughs> of you know, sportsmanship, I think, wasn't it? Like, they, I think they paid him a lot of money under the table to change his citizenship so uh, he could play for the Philippines. That's a case of a guy, yeah, just changing his... Well, just getting dual citizenship, uh, maybe through not the most legitimate means. What was that guy's name? Certainly was Born in the Philippines. Uh, Blatch. Blatch. That's right, yeah. He had a couple of good seasons in the NBA. I mean, if you got a lot of money for it, again, fucking if someone's going to give you a fucking $20 million to, you know, and that's more than what you get in an NBA contract to change your citizenship and play for the fucking Philippines, then sure, why not? He didn't make them that much better. No. He didn't really make it, you know, having. No, and it's not in the spirit of the. It's not, you're right. Rules of the game. No. As Bill Walton famously said, yeah, yeah, be a little rude. All right, let's uh, we'll just go over a little bit of NBL news as well. Scott Roth, coach of the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers, who we've lauded on the podcast before, is returning as head coach for the next three years. They've signed him down in Tassie there, which is, I think, a huge boon for the NBL and that new franchise. I think it would have been probably detrimental to them had they had to get a new coach so soon after, you know, the amount of success yeah. they've had. Is, is Mika Vukona still still there as well? I think that is the crucial signing. And I think that if he did leave, which would have been understandable because his family's still in America, the cutoff, you know, with COVID and everything, they'll cut off. Yeah. Like, I think that Mika, Mika Vukona could have stepped in 
and probably coached that team as well. But you're right, though, that he's a great leader and uh, he sort of galvanised the whole state, didn't he? But as long as Mick Fakona comes back to keep their defence popping, I think they're in good uh, they're in good shape. You know, you'd have to agree that the team is going to be better off with them both there, you know, Scott Ross and... Yeah. For sure, yeah. Worthy candidate, though, Mika Vakona, if they had to have implemented someone new. Yeah. Definitely would have looked at him, I reckon, for sure. They would have heavily considered it. Um, so that's great for Pazzy. I hope they have another successful year next year. We'll keep tabs on it here on the podcast. So It'll be uh, interesting to see their input. That was a big question mark getting Roth, but the other question marks now are the import situation with him. That's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah, I don't reckon they get Adams back. I reckon he'll get offers from elsewhere and probably play somewhere else. Probably. Yeah, I, I'm not a. If I was them, I would. I would be like, okay. I don't care too much about that. No, yeah. I think they keep Majet. I think they need to. I, I like him. I like his game. I like the way he runs the team. They can bring him back. That's they should make that a priority. I reckon. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Definitely, definitely will be, and uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. Let's get to uh, the second round of the NBA playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? You kidding me? Talk a little bit about the Mavericks taking game four over the Warriors there, still alive, looking to do the impossible, come back from 3-0. What do you reckon, Frank? What what sort of probability are we talking here for the Mavericks? None. (laughs) Very blunt, mate. That's very blunt. Zero percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they've Doncic is doing as, as much as he can, and he's you know he's putting up great numbers. But um, they need input from fucking Dinwiddie. He's got, he's got to be you know he's got to score twenty twenty five. I mean, you're going to get points off Brunson, but um, outside of those three, uh, if, if those three don't fire, then they've got no chance. And for them to you know fire on all cylinders every single game, I just don't think they can do it. No, I haven't seen too much evidence to the fact they can pull off some miraculous comeback. What do you reckon, Matt? How how do you? I mean, no, no, yeah, I agree with Frank. No, no, no fucking chance at all. It's a situation of the <laughs> game four was the operation was a success, but the patient is dead. You know what I mean? Like it, that uh, they got no chance whatsoever. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. I'm, I'm finding it annoying because I'm like, this is over. It's just fucking, can we just have this over, please? I would rather they just lost, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, the, the, the Mavericks stadium needs to be closed for repairs, for one thing. Yeah, fucking yeah. leaking and shit. You see how bad that leak was? There were multiple leaks during the game from the roof. Yeah, that was annoying, but I'm finding the whole series annoying, to be honest. I find, there's a sense of inevitability about it where I'm just like, boring. I mean, the Mavericks are just going to shoot a whole bunch of threes, and if they make them, they could, they could make it a game. And if they don't, then they're not in it at all. Put the blame squarely on the Warriors, though, Matt. They they could have won that game four. I reckon. Oh yeah, they were just cruising, man. I think they were just like, well, uh, you know, we'll just give this a seven of seven out of ten in terms yeah. of effort, and uh, try do this at home kind of attitude. Yeah, we need to rest, sort of thing. You know, we're just gonna fucking yeah, half-ass it. But yeah, can't, look, can't uh, Warriors? Why it, couldn't you win it in four and sweep these cunts out? Fucking. It's frustrating to watch these two teams uh, play, I think, because, I don't know, man, I find them both to be pretty boring, to be honest with you. There's a whole bunch of threes getting shot. and They're a bit one-dimensional, don't you reckon, both both teams? They kind of yeah. only, you have one yeah. way to go, and if that doesn't work, the other team probably wins if they do their thing slightly better. Yes. That's a good way to oversimplify it. Uh, I agree. So, what? yeah, so Warriors should do this in five, should be the gentleman sweep, given one game in 
in uh, in Dallas there. Do them a favour and kick them out of the fucking playoffs, Warriors, because they need to fucking fix that roof and pull their fucking fans in line and fucking stop vendors running into fucking players and shit. I think that happened in, in uh, Golden State, didn't it? I don't remember that. I don't. I, don't, I know that they need the Mavericks. I just want them to lose so they can fucking overhaul their roster as quick as possible. Yeah, they're not winning a championship. No. They're wasting our time. They're wasting my time, man. That's why when I looked at that, when I was watching that last game, I was like, you're wasting my fucking time right now. Jason Kidd was basically conceding after game three. He was saying, we're done. We're cooked. We're finished. We can't win. Why did they win then? I don't know. They shot the three reasonably well. <laughs> fucking Jason. That whole series. That's, that's the cuntiest series in a while, that Warriors Maverick series. Just hurry up and win, Warriors. Fuck it's you. It's just boring. I found it pretty uninteresting, man. What about the Celtics uh, game today? You catch that one, Matt? I did catch it. I'd, I've watched that entire series, and I'm equally as annoyed with them as <laughs> with this series as I am with the other one. This is that man. I mean, you'd have been so easily annoyed by uh, overall. <laughs> well, overall, like if you look at it on paper, you're like, whoa, what a close series, what a great series. This has been fucking another fucking boring series. Like every fucking game, someone wins by 20, 30 points. There's one run, and there's no punch. Yeah. There's the like other. a period of domination where they just blow the other team out of the water and then the game's over. You know what I mean? Like the games have been so boring and, oh, man, it's so dumb. Like <laughs> these games have been so dumb, but the series is close, but the games are not, if that well, makes sense. Like that annoys, that, that's annoying me, man. I think the Celtics have tipped the scales in their favour today. They, right. did, they did, definitely did today. Like they blew them out of the out of the water in the in the third and in the start of the fourth, I think. Yeah. It exposed Miami's lack of depth and yeah. their injuries as yeah. well, and also the Heat has a great system, has an unbelievably great system. They need but, the personnel though, like yeah, but but they have but the Celtics have the personnel, like they have a great system, and they've got shot makers. The Celtics also seem to be able to cover spots if guys do go down for a bit, for temporarily anyway, for maybe for a game or something. Yeah. The fact that Smart and Rob Williams were able to play minutes today, I think that was big for the Celtics. They needed them out there. They really they're sort of difference makers for us. Well, Williams especially, I think. I think you'd agree with this, Frank. Williams is a difference maker for the Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, and if they get through to the finals, they need him to be healthy. So I'd I'd expect him to get sit out, really, for the rest of the series. Maybe. Well, the way the games are going, he fucking, yeah, next game, it could be over by halftime and fucking Celtics are up by 48. Yeah, right. Derek White has come good, too. Like, played well again today. Scored in a few different spots where nothing was really happening. And that's his value right there, what we've seen from him in the last couple of games. That's why they trade him. Because he does all the little, you know, one percenters type things. You know, similar to Marcus Smart. When the Celtics guys make an effort to do those things, they're the better team on the court generally. I'm certainly hoping for the Celtics to close it out on, uh, it'll be Saturday our time, but Friday. Will Tyler Hero, hey Frank, you probably know this, will Tyler Hero get back, mate, or is he fucking done? They reckon with the, he's got a groin injury, they're saying, and they reckon normally in the regular season that, you know, you'd be out for two to four weeks. So he's done then. <laughs> he's he's, he's donezo. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think he'll be back. But, I mean, who really knows? He could be back. But if he does come back, he's going to be in shit shape. Is there more, uh, like, in a, in a fucking period of the NBA right now, the last couple of weeks that have been really annoying, he's maybe been the most annoying cunt that uh, that there is at the moment. What, more annoying than fucking, what's his name from Minnesota? Pat Beverly. Oh, man, he's he's annoying. He's annoying. But he, here's the thing I don't like about here at the moment. He's he got sixth man of the year and he's done nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's given them nothing, basically. 
through the playoffs, gets his ass injured, and then he sits on the fucking sideline wearing his fucking eight thousand dollars sunglasses and fucking look at like he, he looks like a fucking I don't know like yeah. he's a character in GTA you know like fucking Vice City. <laughs> Yeah, way on some chewy as well. Just yeah, he's smiling and laughing on the sidelines while his team's getting his ass kicked, and he's wearing these stupid clothes. He goes into press conferences and acts. He he talks the talk without ever walking the walk. Yeah, that's unacceptable. What you do in the in the season in the playoffs, you got to be able to replicate that in the playoffs for your team. Anyone would have given Miami a much higher chance. He's been trash, man. And uh, Frank, can you imagine Muhammad Ali talking as much trash as he did? Like just talking up fucking a storm, you know, fucking really talking a whole heap of trash and he goes out to the ring and gets decked in the first second and fucking, you know what I mean? Like you can't talk that much shit and then fucking not back it up. He's just, uh, I mean, he's still fairly young and he's just got a fucking young head on him and he doesn't know any better. He is, yeah, exactly. He is young. What has he done? He had a good season three years ago. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's he won top- six man of the year this year, but he's done nothing when it counts. I don't give him a lot of credit yet either because when the team has been down, he hasn't been able to get in buckets, really. It's been left up to Jimmy and, and Bam and... Uh, Trade him. Lowry and these guys. Yeah, trade him while his value is high, while he's swanning around with his sixth man of the year award, feeling good about himself. Uh, they won't trade him. I'll trade Robinson first, but... Uh- that, his contract, though, man, is pretty... Yeah, it's pretty crazy. No one's really going to want to trade for Duncan Robinson. I don't imagine him actually being able to trade him at the moment. Maybe the Lakers are dumb enough that uh, <laughs> have to be. Maybe the Blazers are dumb enough as well. Uh, oh, don't say that. Oh, yeah. Can I just add, say something? Just one more thing. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> about, about about the Celtics and in a whole sea of things that have pissed me off. Here's another thing. And I noticed he, the Celtics have got fucking Nick Stauskas on their roster. We do, yeah. Probably yeah. one of the biggest draft busts in history. And, of course, at one stage, like every draft bust in the league, he played for the Blazers at one stage because we love fucking a pointless draft fucking <laughs> pick. He got in at garbage time and I was like, oh, man, fucking this cunt's still in the league. I didn't even know he was still in the league. I was like, and you're playing for the Celtics? From that point on, I was like, I want the Celtics to lose. I want the Celtics to lose because this cunt is a waste of space when it comes to basketball, man. Uh, he's an insurance policy in case we need someone to go out there and jack up 10-3. But didn't he uh, score the 100 points or something in G League? That's why the Celtics signed him? I think so. Yeah, he did something like that during the season. Yeah. in the, he, he scored 100 points in the fucking G League. In two games. Man, I'm telling you, fucking with the way the game's played right now, stats ain't stats no more. It's interesting you say that because I read a tweet earlier, and I I shared this in the thread there from an account called Ball Don't Stop on Twitter that I have a look at on there occasionally, and it was an interesting interesting tweet. It was a it was basically accusing casual fans of ruining sort of the culture of basketball by focusing too much on the individual performance of a player and not the performance of the team. Like in the 90s, it was the 90s Bulls and the 2000s Lakers, Spurs. They used to talk about those teams. You don't hear about teams being talked about, really. They t- they talk a little bit about the Celtics in that regard, but they the, you look at a lot of social media and, you know, I look at it, a lot of the stuff we talk about, we talk about individuals a lot. We don't tend to talk about the whole team aspect as much. That's because there's a lot of like uh, younger guys I know that follow the NBA. They don't follow teams anymore. They follow players. And fucking players move around like fucking nothing else now. That's endorsed through 
the mainstream sports media as well, like the ESPNs and, and all that sort of focusing on individuals too much rather than looking at team concepts more? I think that's all true. I think that I think there's a, probably a few contributing factors to that, but what, you, what he said is true. I think that sports analytics as well has a lot to do with it as well, I think. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. You've got your, your analysts on TV. You've got your, your, your analytics analytic experts, assistant coaches, basically, who are just stats, you know, fucking uh, do paperwork. And you know what? Fucking, a lot a lot of games throughout this season and throughout the last few years have seemed like paperwork to me, have seemed really boring, one-dimensional. Taken uh, over the fucking NBA. That's what yeah. Yeah, so they're like they're like there's only three shots that you that you should be taking in a basketball game. That's what these analytics people say. There's only really three shots that you should take, and you should do it as, take the ball as fast as you possibly can. And it doesn't even matter who takes them. You know what I mean? Like it's just get them up, just get up corner threes and do it every fucking time. What's the likelihood of those sort of guys who are disseminating that information? not actually having successful basketball careers themselves or maybe have even played basketball. Pretty high, I think. Yeah, I reckon too. But yeah, but, but that's not the only thing that to blame, though. I think that, yeah, sports media. Too I much don't know. individual focus and not no. enough looking yeah, at but, uh, yeah. You know, maybe unpopular opinion, maybe Michael Jordan has a lot to do with that as well. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, the worship of Michael Jordan who is undoubtedly probably the greatest player ever, maybe. It's arguable. You know, there's Kareem, there's, you know, whatever. I, you know, we like to have these arguments and all that sort of thing. But the worship of Michael Jordan and the shoes, Nike, the all that too, really focused, made people focus down on one player. Yeah, that's that's kind of an interesting point that you make as well. All right, um, what do you reckon? Quick hero and zero or? Go, Frank. Hero and zero. Boom. Well, I'm gonna fucking flip, flip it again, and put hero first compared to last week. Ooh. Fuck you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look, um, just because of how shit the playoffs have been, was the games and that. Uh, I'm gonna go with Steve Kerr, just with um, what he said on on the conference the other day about the fucking mass shootings and all that. He just talked about that, and you know, he lost his father or something when he was younger to terrorists. Um, so good for him for fucking just saying what he wanted to say at the conference. I think that was genuine too. I think it was. Yeah. And I think that's why it resonated with so many people. Good one, Frank. And uh, my zero of the week is Miami, Boston, Dallas, and Golden State. For making these fucking playoff games, these conference games, fairly fucking boring. Just quickly, there is, just before the game today, the last lead change in the Celtics Heat series was in the first quarter of game two. Just shows yeah. you it's getting fucking blown out. Yeah. Very one-sided games. Yep. Yeah. And uh, in the last 17 games, uh, there's only been a total of seven clutch minutes. And the average victory has been 19.8 points. It's been Trash uh, like, games. It's been absolutely shit. So, you know, uh, to be honest, I just want these conference finals to be done and get on to the finals so we can hopefully get some fucking better games. Word. That's me. Matty, go for it, man. I'll probably stole his zero, but fuck him. No, 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 no. Well, mate, fucking my, my so many zeros. It's hard to pick one. But my zero is hero. No sure. No. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Do that again. My my zero is hero. Hero is fucking uh is trash thinking up the joint. Hero, you you're talking about. No, I'm talking about my zero is hero. And my hero my hero is um Mike Breen. He's always good. 
He's in these shit games. In these shit games, he's done. He's absolute like he's a pure a professional broadcaster. This guy. He's uh, and look, ever Mark Jackson and Van Gundy as well. Like Van Gundy is uh, is a ter- terrific analyst. I think uh, the tone of his voice annoys me. After a while, I have to. Yeah, I can't have him. On. I relate to his just general grumpiness about everything. So I think he's great, and I think that the that the, the <laughs> it's really, that's how shit the games are. We're praising the fucking uh, commentators. <laughs> yep. So. Uh, Fucking hero, hero, is hero. Yeah, nice one. Did you see uh, or he, Reggie Miller was talking about hypothetical matchups between the broadcasters, like Mike Breen versus? Yeah, was that during the? That was during the break, right? When the roof, yeah, the roof was that when the roof leaked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're making up some bullshit. <laughs> that that was funny. I thought thinking about those guys playing one on one against each other, yeah. old shriveled up cunts. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess down to me. I'll just say my hero, Al Horford, because of his dreamy eyes, dulcet tones, and just general sexiness. God, that guy's sexy. He is. Uh, you got your hand fucking rubbing one out right, right now, have you? Fuck. I may, I may very well be doing that right now over Al Horford because man, he played well today, and he's played well for us the whole playoffs. Really, he's been just. I don't know. He's been inspirational. Uh, it's you know. He's an old guy, and he's he's playing the best basketball of his career. So well done to him. You're my personal hero for the week, and my zero is a guy named Theo Pinson. Do you know who this guy is? Theo. Theo Pinson. No, nah, I don't. Theo Pinson is, I think he's on the Mavericks. I think he's actually on the roster because he's on the bench there with him. He was politely approached before game four of the Mavericks Warriors series. Would he kindly change his T-shirt because the main color of the T-shirt he was wearing clashed with the main color of the Warriors uniform? So I think there was actually an incident in game three where Curry or someone passed the ball out of bounds because he caught, you know, in the corner of his eye, he he caught the white uh, color of the guy's shirt, thought it was a, a teammate and went to pass in the ball. So the refs approached this guy, started game four, offered to buy him a new shirt, like pay for it for him. And the guy's laughing and joking around with him. You know, I thought, wow, I wonder if he's actually going to change his shirt. Didn't. Didn't change his shirt. Just continued to stand up basically on the court half the time like a cunt. So fuck you, Theo Pinson. Freedom of expression, man. Fucking he can wear what he wants. This is fuck. Go back to Russia, Rod. Fuck him. Change his shirt. <laughs> uh, stop being a fucking deliberate distraction. He knew, he knew he's trying to – he's just trying to put he on. He every fucking thing, every every way possible to get into their head, mate. Every, you, every way possible. That just shows you how pathetic that Mavericks team is. They have to resort to – I would wear a Warriors singlet. To I would fucking wear a singlet. I would wear a Curry singlet on the Mavericks bench. Fuck. <laughs> You're a cunt too, Matt. Seriously, fucking hell. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's no, in a that, fucking mood, to tell you what. No, <laughs> there's no arguments there, mate. I'm just saying, that's all I'm saying. If, if that meant, you know, winning the game, sure, it's I'd do it. not going to mean winning the game. He's not going to pass the ball out of bounds to in final seconds to lose the game. Mate, you, you, I think, you, Matt, you need to go on your other podcast and just fucking do a shit list because it, it feels like you've got fucking all this fucking anger. You're ready to fucking explode, man. I'm annoyed with these games, man. You need to let it out, man. Let it out. I am am right now. These fucking, these games have been poor, mate, and it's uh, it's annoying me. Yep, it is very annoying. Fuck you, NBA, for not being more awesome. 
And, uh, yeah, we got to go. So that'll just about do it for the Garbage Time podcast for this week. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming on again. Matt, pleasure as always, man. Mate, yeah, yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me, mate. It's been good to let off some steam. Fucking go, go fucking rub out an angry one. You need to rub out an angry Why one. Why is everyone talking fucking... about flogging off in this fucking... <laughs> this is a basketball podcast. I want to talk about beating meat all the fucking time. It's the fucking deal. It's comedy, too. Comical. Dick jokes. I learned from the best. Can't fail. And, and, uh... Who do you learn from, anyway? Frank. I'm not going to answer that. Frank, thanks uh, for coming on again, man. Always uh, a pleasure. Make sure you got that, that the cloth out to get the old crystal basketball a wipe. Get the old uh, cum rag and fucking give it a wipe, eh? Hey? Oh, yeah. We had to go back there. <laughs> Awesome. All right. That'll, uh, yeah, let's let's cut it there. I've got to go and rub one out. So we'll see you next time. <laughs>